I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We want to thank Factor, our new sponsor. Factor delivers delicious, fresh, never frozen meals that are ready to heat and eat in two minutes. Head to factormeals.com slash filmsack50 and use the code filmsack50 to get 50% off your first box. Will I see you again? It's a small island. Perhaps we can have dinner together. No. Jettison Cocoon. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Sure. Hello, and welcome to FilmSack. This is FilmSack, mine in the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 608. I'm Scott Johnson. Joined today by Brian. Every year he likes to go naked lady silhouette hunting with his friends Dunaway. There they are. Oh, hi. hi. This week on Film Sack, we thunder on over to HBO, no, it's just Max now, and have a ball watching this PG-rated 1965 sexy thriller starring everybody's favorite shorty shorts wearing hairy spy guy from merry old England go up against a one-eyed number two who arranged the theft of some international nukes to blow up a random metropolis. Unless Big Ben strikes seven at six and a hundred million sterling is delivered to some lats and longs that's determined by number one. Also, there were sharks that definitely got harmed during the filming of this movie. Jesus. Was this just the one film then? Anywho, thank you for joining me today. Number two, number three, and four. The evil lair retractable blinds are broken, so enjoy the eye-level view of my crotch and pushy stroking. That's how he says it. Isn't that right, Mr. Number Nine Lives? Hey, number two. Great job this week. Number three, also outstanding. Number four, I noticed you didn't put any money in the snack box when you took those ho-hos. So now enjoy this deadly ass zapping from the office chair. Disco Volante. Randy? Yellow submarine goes. <laughs> oh, man. Are you sure weed's not legal in South Carolina? Because I'm just saying, you know? Oh, just, it's not legal. Yeah. But, okay. Uh, All right. Just saying. I, I feels like see it your be. lyrics every week. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to yours. No, no it's not legal, but it's still available. Indeed. Mm. Also with us, Randy, his dance involves dipping his feet in a small fire in front of him, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell y'all about the time I ran an exclusive day spa for hardworking government agents and, and, and their enemies? No. <laughs> True story. This was called Deep Ops, and the, the way it worked was we had two floors. The bottom floor was the spa, and the second floor was like a, a hotel where our government agent clients could just really listen in on each other, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, I know what you're thinking. How do I get in on this lucrative business? I'll tell you, you just got to follow my three easy rules. Number one, have as few staff as possible. You can probably get away with only having one person on staff. (laughs) 
<laughs> Number two, make sure that one person is a woman and that she's conventionally attractive and sexually available to the clientele. Mm. This should be easy because every woman in the world is conventionally attractive and sexually available, as you know. Mm. So you can just hire any woman in the world. Sure. Mm. sure. Number three. Since you don't have any staff to speak of, and the one you do have spends a lot of her time in a soundproof room where she can't hear your guests screaming for hell, <laughs> you're going to have to load up your spa with automated machines that provide the spa treatments. Don't worry about safety devices on the machine. <laughs> if they injure your guests, you can always make everything better by having sex with them. <laughs> the, the guests, not the machines. Okay, you know what? Maybe the machines too. Hmm. Yeah, I've been maybe. to this spa. Why? Why? Why take the machines out of the mix? You know, let's have them in there. It's like our pre-show. Uh, also with us, Brian. Uh, he's playing at the Kiss Kiss Club this weekend, isn't I- it? I am yes, and uh, be there and, and watch me step on uh, fiery things in front of me. Uh, all right, uh, let's get to this. I, I broke up with the band twice while I was writing this song. <laughs> wow. Today is gonna be the day that Blofeld is gonna notice me. Oh. <laughs> Twelve hoods, Spectre's got the goods, but I'm the one he's gonna see. I've got a plan that'll permanently keep me out of the chair that zaps my ass. <laughs> Same words that Brian Dunaway is, as a matter of fact. Eye patch, it's hiding just a scratch, but it gives me such an evil stare. Fighter jets, atomic bombs, no less, hidden in my underwater lair. I don't believe that anybody, even MI6, can stop me now. And all my Spectre colleagues call me Margo. <laughs> but after I get the cash, I'll move to Fargo. Hmm. Ditch these two-bit thugs and find some farmland in the States. Then I'll buy a cow. Because James Bond, James Bond. he won't be around to rely on. And after all, what the hell's a thunderball? Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. We That's never do good. get that answer. We don't know what a thunderball is. We do don't we? know what a thunderball is. It's, it's a code name. Code. And, it's a code name. Well, yeah. yes. And it's, but, it's yeah. a trope, man. It, yeah. This is a trope. Early trope. And I brought it up before. Hold on. There, here's your early trope. And it's a it's trope, a trope of now. The name of your movie comes from something someone says, and what they say is completely random to the rest mm-hmm. of the script. So, like the 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 trope should be called Chasing Amy, mm. because in the mm, middle of right. the movie, Chasing Amy, a character just tells a story mm. about someone named Amy, yeah, and it has right. nothing to do with the rest of the right. movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, I I, did, I haven't thought about it, but is this kind of like the some of the earlier instances of this happening in films? 1965, Thunderball. I mean, was uh, was 007 is he pushing this to popularity is maybe something that was because back then for- prior to then yeah it was really on the nose right it was like attack right. on new york city or you know and then the movie was right. literally the spy, well you spy love me was later but yeah. yeah but yeah usually i think movie movie titles in general leading up through the 60s were very literal and right. this one was maybe taking a, a bit of a you know 
I don't know. But it was all I was all named after the books, though, right? Because we'd already been doing this kind of trope thing yeah, in this, the books. Sure. And this was, you know, obviously an Ian Fleming novel before it was a movie. But and you've got, you know, you think about other things like Casablanca. Well, that's, you know, the place where most of the movie takes place or Gone with the Wind. That was come, right. came from the book, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this and then is you, all, then you start to get vague. Yeah. I, I think we are uh, on the part of the timeline where we're now seeing a movie based on an Ian Fleming book that was written after the movies started. I think this is the first. Mm. The first was book. It this? The first book oh, really? where Ian Fleming has now seen James Bond movies. Right. <laughs> and, oh, and so it's oh, oh, feeding oh, back I into see. the machine, right? Right. And yeah, so if yeah. you think, if you watch this movie and think to yourself, there is something self aware about this movie versus it the is. first three. Mm-hmm. Is three, right? I can't we, wait to talk about that. This, yes, the, this yeah. is the fourth. fourth. Yep. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, all right. There's, there's, there's something to that. I agree. Sure I agree. I could is. totally feel it in this movie. And um, we should probably let Fletcher explain a little bit more, but yeah. uh, it is Thunderball. And here's what he has to say Thunderball! James Bond heads to the Bahamas to recover two <laughs> nuclear warheads stolen by <laughs> Spectre agent Emilio Largo in an international extortion scheme. Oh, my Lord. That's a I like how he just heads. It sounds like a little trip. It's like a vacation. He's yeah. heading to James Bond's heading Into to the Bahamas. The Bahamas. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, he kind of was. He was sort of on yeah. vacation for yeah. a lot of this movie. Turned you know what? Out. I'm gonna I'm gonna already argue with myself. I I am <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at the books versus the movies, and it looks like this book was written completed before. But- uh, the, Ian Fleming could have seen Doctor. But, the, contra- oh, okay. but the controversy here in the writing while we're talking about it was the fact that it was being written. So it must have at least been they knew the movie was coming out because it was originally yeah. pitched as a screenplay. And then he uh, is, is a, a collaborative effort. And then he w- went back and he wrote the book based on that screenplay and didn't give any credit to the other two authors. And that caused a shitstorm. So I think it's still there was still at least screenwriting and movie mm-hmm. being thought about whether they he, knew, knew everything who about knows, it. Yeah. I mean he might have even been on set for some of the filming and said, Oh, okay, yeah, I kinda like the vibe that I'm getting from this and, and right. use that to influence his writing I, for I remember know. back when I read these books that I felt like there was a little bit of a downhill after the first few. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then and then it kind of like plateaued at a lower level and then it started climbing for me. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just a, a, a reader's experience. I think but, he's probably super busy at this time. I mean, there's just so much bond. He's just like, he's just churning them out. So probably it wasn't yeah. like a dip. He was a bond like monster. That's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Ian, Ian Fleming was known for writing a book every year. He was publishing right. a new James Bond book every year for a while, for like a dozen years or more. Yeah. yeah. Was, you see that George R. R. Martin? Are you paying attention? <laughs> yeah. He was, yeah. But he was splitting his energy too, though, because he's still consulting on these films, you know, and being involved with all of that. Very distracting, I'm sure. Um, and it, so, yeah, that, that's kind of a unique situation, yeah. I think, except for like you guys said, our, our Martin right mm-hmm. in the middle of all that. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, uh, well, in Martin's case, he was done with all the books that are still currently done when Game of Thrones started in 2011. He's still, he was working on book six, which is still being worked on. So right. it's a little bit different. It's like almost like the opposite. Like he can't. You think he, he thinks that if he doesn't finish it, that he can't die? You think I think that's he kind just, of what, uh, maybe he thinks he's immortal or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. he just needs to poo or get off that pot. I'm just. Yeah, he's up. like, if I, if I write this, I might die. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I'm hanging on. Uh, this I is, actually feel like the longer it goes without Winds of Winter, the better. Mm. Because we're we're trying to get over the TV show. And I think like the yeah. longer we have to f- sort of forget, the more we'll 
like the book. I think you're mm-hmm. absolutely correct about that. And also the success of the, of the spinoff series is I think good for, for the overall vibe since that last season was so mm-hmm. disliked. But uh, one quick note here, this, this I'm, I, I want to throw some agreement behind this idea that this is the movie where they start feeling their bond oats a little bit yeah, yeah. Uh, in yeah. a way that was going to stick throughout or at least up till Craig. And it was like, Hey, how about more gadgets? How about more ridiculous scenarios? Like, you know, a, a, a plane snagging our balloon and carrying right. us up and carrying mm-hmm. us home like bullshit like that. This is also the first time you get a glimpse at all those other double agents, all of the other OO agents in one shot. Our, and that's yeah. like a very sort of navel gazy, like, Hey, I've only seen James Bond, but look at this. We got all the Just, other double O's in mm-hmm. here. Look this movie is over is I wouldn't say this movie is full of confidence. This is the most confident mm-hmm. James Bond film. You can tell from the top to the bottom that they're the shots are longer. They don't cut away. They're giving us full looks at Spectre and how they operate. This is our real first deep dive into, you know, and how that works. I mean, there's there's shots under under the sea where uh, they just go on for freaking ever. They you, to- they show you how to they load up the missiles on that little submarine thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and I want to ask you a question because I could I could edit this movie down to thirty five minutes. Oh, absolutely! Very yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, I did. How how were you like throughout watching so, this movie? Two hour two hours plus. As, how, right. How how you doing? As a movie, <laughs> as a as a movie, uh, as a lover of the procedure of creating movies, I was blown away. As a movie watcher who just likes to watch a freaking movie and get, you know, just, just get going. enjoy myself. Yeah. It is, it is, oh, it is, it is tough. It's it, it long. Is long. It goes on forever. Yeah. It's, it's easily my favorite. I mean, we've only had three before this one. It's my favorite so far of, right. um, of the, um, of the oh, series. Wow. Yeah. The, the part four, yeah, yeah. The fourth one. Yeah. That's a very um, bold statement. I, the, I really, go around the I room. Really would, Johnson. Uh, I'm with Ibbit. I'm with Ibbit. This is my favorite one. I like the last, I like the last yeah. one better than this one. I didn't hate this one, but I thought the one right before this Goldfinger? was Goldfinger. Yeah, that Goldfinger was more Gold, my speed. But the uh, and maybe that helped actually. <laughs> that cool song. Yeah, in it. yeah. Although I really like Tom Jones, he can sing me to sleep. Whatever. He's I like great, that. But like Thunderball, the lyrics don't make any sense. I was. Oh, well, no. these rarely do. <laughs> they rarely do. Right. His fight goes on and on yeah. and on and on and on. He's a thunder. He's a thunder. Then they can't say no to the bond. He's a thunder ball or something. This, oh, I thought retarded. I couldn't tell. Is the song here's here's me, uh, you know, wondering all this time. Is the song about Bond? Is the song about uh, yeah. Largo? Like he's oh. his time of. Uh, uh, let's see. He will break any heart without regrets. Very Bondy, but right. his um, his that's, days of asking are all gone. Is that yes. Bond or is that Largo? That's, 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 okay. that's what this movie is all about. This mm. whole but, movie but, is mm. about that. Go ahead. It's, it's obviously about the bad guy. It has well, to be about the bad guy. It's according I, I to who whether, wrote this song. I don't, I don't <laughs> know whether the, that bad guy is Largo or Blofeld, but it's about the bad guy. Mm, right. Okay. It has to be. All right. See, but that, that's a question, though, because, I mean, Largo, breaking hearts. Uh, seriously. Who, yeah, who's looking old man pickle nose? And, uh, <laughs> no, he's not breaking any hearts. Take, take my heart. Yeah. <laughs> old man pickle nose. I thought you were going to uh, go for like a that's the patch first, joke. That's the but. first, like, 
That's like the first thing I wrote down. What's up with this guy's nose? Yeah, oh, what's up a, with Kojak over here with the big right. nose? I mean, I, yeah. yeah, sure, eye patch, great, whatever. But look yeah, at yeah. that guy's nose, man. <laughs> uh, I think I'd wear a, I'd wear an eye patch that covers part of my nose. Patch too. over his <laughs> nose, too. <laughs> I will say this. I thought maybe maybe it's just been too long since I've seen the others that we watched prior to this. The other three, but they all had slightly better sound mixing than this movie. Oh, yeah. This movie had the worst sound right. mixing. They would go from like the most quiet conversation oh, somewhere. And then yeah. the sound of a boat or a plane or a car would immediately cut in for the next scene. And it was like, oh my gosh, turn down the TV. Oh wait, turn it right. up again. They're this, talking again. And, and there were three principal characters that were being vo- uh, dubbed over their voices. And right. every one of them, like was, I was catching it, uh, you know, like after Largo spoke for a little while, it used to be like, why am I looking at the back of this guy's head? Oh, right. Oh, this, yeah. like I said, this movie had confidence. It was loud. It mm. was long. It, it didn't apologize for anything. The artists were allowed for good or bad to really just stretch with the characters, the audio, the visual. I think there's also, didn't they? Didn't they film this on different? Uh, uh, this more... is the first first one filmed in widescreen. Right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And and the 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 underwater fight scenes. I've never seen anything like it. The firefight underwater stuff. As as a person who appreciates movie making, I was blown yeah. away. As yeah. a person who was watching the film, I was like, <laughs> okay, all right, who knows we get how, it. How how slow it is to throw a punch underwater and like right. how that's not going to be enough to hurt anybody. Yeah. No. It's, and people yeah. losing goggles and then going, Oh no, my goggles. Oh, my and like, eyes. come on, dude. Yeah. You're not in you're not in a pool. It's not bleach. It's right. seawater. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. And those scenes, the all the underwater scenes for the most part could have been trimmed by two thirds. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, oh, easily two thirds. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I just got to get back to the the quality of the first four. I this is a little heart wrenching, <laughs> but I got to say I would rank them from Russia with Love is the best, then Goldfinger, then a bit of a gap, then Doctor No, then Thunderball. Like I have it oh, last really among the first four. Oh wow! I and I there's... I don't know if that's like an, a reverse recency bias, but from Russia with Love just really hit all the notes for me. Mm-hmm. And this movie felt like a band that was trying to <laughs> hit notes that it only heard once. You know, <laughs> I everybody, was, like, everybody was me, playing it once. I think for me, and it's something we talked about earlier on is that this movie establishes so many of the things that we're going to get used to with James Bond. We get our first James Bond device that is in a wristwatch. Uh, somebody in from Russia with love, I think had a wristwatch. Yeah deal mm-hmm. before or goldfinger maybe but um you know we get uh q complaining about being out in the field we get yeah um underwater vehicles that turn into other underwater vehicles and boats that turn into other smaller boats yeah. <laughs> and, but at the same time uh, like this movie yeah. uh piled on some things way too many bond girls i don't even know who the bond girls are mm. like they're a between, lot like, oh really well there was the villain there's, lady there's the villain lady four, doesn't right? count does she there's or does four, she right? do you count there's, the villain because she was like <laughs> I don't know. Uh, which which uh, Volup? Uh, yeah, yeah, you got to count her. Uh, She's at, yeah. absolutely. She, they 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 had yeah. the sex, whether he likes her or not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, I, I likes love. It. He I love that the fine. tables got turned on Bond in this one. I like that. Mm. A problem mm. with that, but that by the way is I can't uh, keep track of who's who. Like yeah. it was, it was all I could do to keep track of his <gasps> well, as, assistant I, in the field. I mean, it was especially right because exactly because she's right. She can't get the boat started. That one right there, and it's basically the uh, right. She's just basically used as a up. Oh, yeah, she was killed, and now 
So that's a that's a Bond trope. Uh, he always yeah. loses a woman along the way, at least one. In Martine mm-hmm. Beswick, the actress plays Paula, and she's working with uh, 007, and she ends up killing herself before Bond can get there mm-hmm. to save her. And See, that's kind of like his push, right? <clears throat> I had to keep reminding myself, though, that the other girl he rode off in the boat with was not her. Like to mm-hmm. me, those two women were almost identical. <laughs> right. Really, I, I find yeah. them totally Domino. different. Yeah, it really threw me. Looked totally different. I think it, you're, well, you're talking because about because they have the same hair color. At least uh, right. Volpez Claudine. Little redder hair and mm-hmm. the. Uh, I think that the was blonde it. at the spa. Dom- I think that Domino was it. is Claudine Auger and Auger. Auger. Yeah, Auger. Oh, excuse me, Auger. She's, She's French. French. You're right. This yeah. is this is a very Frenchy movie. This is like this. This introduces the first French characters. Right. This mm-hmm. is the first time we really get close with with the French. And I. I did. I totally could tell the difference between the two. They didn't look mm-hmm. nothing alike to me. How do you guys? How do you guys feel about our new Felix Slider, uh, played did, by did, did Rick, not like Rick, did not like agree. Yeah, but look at did this guy's name, for. Rick Van Nutter. That's a cool name. <laughs> he, is, he just had the best that's a great name. Oh my gosh, he that's a great name. Um, yeah, do we just get him for uh, Thunderball? We don't get him for um, uh, the next one. I don't uh, correct. Think so. I don't think he's around after that. Well, they kind of relegated him just to uh, just a helicopter pilot anyway in this one. It was very small. He did a couple of things. That's pretty much it. Yeah. He did not have much to do. Um, Mm -hmm. The guy that played the main baddie, what's his name again? Uh, Adolf. Largo. Yeah. Adolf. So so two people, right? We have the guy we see and the guy we hear. (laughs) Number one. Right. Once again, we have a a James Bond villain dubbed. Yeah, he looks oh, like yeah. um, the guy on Seinfeld who's the moil that's there to do the circumcision, <laughs> yeah. and I couldn't get it out of my head. This the panicky moil at the at the freaking circumcision on Seinfeld. But yeah, yeah. But anyway, I I, these they keep doing this thing where they will hire somebody to be your big bad, and then he'll get tons of screen time, but his accent is so thick that they have mm-hmm. to overdub him, and yeah. it's so distracting to me. It's so hard for me to yeah. Like take just, them just as seriously on that eye patch. That's why I did. Just Goldfinger was the same laser. way. Goldfinger was like, you know, constant overdub and barely lips matching. And I just thought, okay, well, I feel like in six, the sixties, we must've been suckers for that. We just didn't know the difference or we didn't care or I don't know, but I just notice it now. So I, a, I actually like it. I, I find it interesting. What a, what a very, uh, what a much more progressively ethnic, you just like, you know, you had all these different actors from all over the world. You didn't worry about it as much. You didn't, you would rather have a dub over uh, someone who is more authentic than choosing someone that can do a good accent. I guess so. I guess I just want the dub work to be less distracting and not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you can find somebody who looks menacing can look like a villain that also has a, a clear voice that you can understand and hear when he <laughs> speaks <laughs> his his, uh, yeah. his first french contact um at the very beginning that 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 you know the, the top of the uh, movie story uh, oh, where yeah. the guy fakes his death oh, right. i love that yes. i love how he reveals him too he's like oh i knew it was you when uh when you opened the door no lady would do that and i was like oh god this is hilarious <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah, yeah. That, whole that, that whole fight scene—that's when I knew this was going to be a different James Bond movie. This was the camera work was totally different. The fight scenes were so much more physical. Mm. Yeah, uh, you could just really feel the confidence in in everything. Like I've said before, mm. but, you yeah, know what? I think I, I could it. summarize my complaint about this movie with a scene in the movie, mm. right? Um, 
James Bond has a license to kill. Yeah. And this movie would <laughs> but be But no st- obligation. Right, exactly. Well, and no interest also <laughs> right, in right. killing. And that's just like he actually says to Felix at one point, uh that's that like well, that wouldn't be my style or you don't know me very well or something like that. Right. And like because he he's asked, why didn't you just kill that guy? Yeah. And it's like over and over during this movie, like there's a there's a scene where he returns to the room and there's a henchman waiting in the bathtub and he turns on the water. The guy comes out and then he just lets him go. <laughs> if you just kill the guy, so yeah. much better off. Oh yeah, you know? and it and, does seem counter to oh, yeah, previous did, films. The, last, the sharks, the, right? The first movie, the movies before this, all had him being a little more ruthless. I felt like. Yeah, and this got a license to kill, and this movie yeah. like kind of ignores that. And I'm just like, is, is, is he supposed to be Batman now? I don't like it. I want there to be a because he can kill doesn't mean he yeah. has to. Right, 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 his, right. Now is his option. He gets to choose. Uh, I I liked how they. I like this. I like that this movie seemed like it was self aware. Yeah. I liked the fact that even though there was expletive things going on that we had seen in the previous movies. James Bond also gets it. We 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 step outside and go, okay, we know who this guy is. He even gets raped yeah. by a machine, which I thought was was hilarious. When the, the, the stretcher <laughs> thing that uh, was, it was I don't know if he got really raped silly. by it. He it got was raped. really depicted really silly. Yeah. And it's hard to, you know, feel bad for him when he kind of does the same thing he with j- kind exactly. of a, a black I was male. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is worker. perfect. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was a weird moment, I thought. Who was the, the voice? Was, a, was it was it Big Nose Eye Patch that said good, goodbye, Mister Bond, and then turned that machine on because he never did see his face? Was that no, who, no? That was that no, was, was Count Lip, Lippe, right? Is that who that Count was? Lippe, it was yeah. yeah, Count Lippe. I love the name. Yeah, I don't Lippe. know if it's Lippe or Lippe or I, whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he's French, right? <laughs> We're going with Lippe. 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 Yeah. He's a Kiwi. That's the yeah. funniest thing about it. <laughs> oh, really? That's great. Yeah, I love Dolman how they cast these things. I like. I the, love they had that rivalry, like Randy mentioned in his intro. That is such a weird happenstance that the spa that Bond goes to recover from his previous uh, encounter uh, is the same place that Spectre. So they're almost <laughs> like these. You know, they're all we're just all professionals, dude. We're just all you know going to right, the same. Right. We just spots. all we all go to the same spot uh, to yeah. just relax and unwind. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all good. Yeah, there was um, uh, you know how the movies they open with that gun barrel logo thing, right? Yeah, bah, bah. stuff. This the trivia says that Connery performed this for the first time because they changed the film. It was the Panavision can, widescreen, like right, Ibbett said. Right. Yeah. I still, I still feel like that dude in, in the version I watched on Max looked like the old guy that wasn't it, Sean Connery. It was close because Sean Connery was doing his best impression. He still he still just falls forward. So instead of him suddenly flipping to the camera like they do in later on yeah. uh, at the at the barrel, he still does that fall forward. I guess we still thought that was clever. How I guess you, I'm surprised. How do you fool somebody? I guess I'm surprised that that wasn't just always whoever's playing James Bond. Just yeah. why yeah. was that ever yeah. a guy that isn't? It was a little James faster. Bond? It's odd to me. I guess you got it stock is. footage and now you no. just tack it on yeah. the top. And- yeah, probably like, oh, we need an opening. Uh, should we bring Sean Connery back? No, he's no. too expensive. Let's just I- get let's just get dude who holds the boom yeah. mic. <laughs> that was a second unit. That was a second unit director set up on some soundstage doing you know, all that stuff putting yeah. the silhouette girls together and all that stuff it's his yeah. job you know you know it's his he, job that's he, what he does he knows huh? who he is and what he has to get done but i also thought this was the first time where the intro sequence felt like the pattern that right. they were going to yes. go with from now yes. on even goldfinger kind of missed the mark a little bit it was close the song was right but the, mm-hmm. the visuals didn't exactly do it this thing was like 
All right. Weird, artistic, strange, freaking Art mm. Nouveau going on here with like color right. and, and silhouettes and all that business. Of naked ladies and dudes Swimming. with, in this case, harpoons. Yep. Uh, and, and usually guns or some something. That's yep. I kept thinking. Naked ladies and guns. Yep. You get yourself an opening. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least at least with this one, it was, uh, you know, a pretense, uh, sort of like looking forward to a lot of underwater stuff. Right. I, uh, I, I find it, I find it almost right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. watching it with thirteen year old, and he's just oh, like, yeah. "This is BS right here." Yeah, I'm seeing, yeah. I'm seeing a bunch of, you know, I guess this. He was like, "This is supposed to be titillating." Sixty years. Yeah, ago, right? I, I was curious about this. Was that that generation's version of scrambled porn? Was it kind of like you know? Ooh, like, I think I saw like, a, ooh, uh, I yeah, because I mean, nipple could, silhouette. Because you didn't have VHS even, so basically right. they'd have to go to the theater and just like <laughs> hope that they could maybe make out a nipple in the in the quick fleeting yeah. moments yeah. that it went ooh, by. Yeah, oh. clearly all these women threw their underwear on stage when they uh, when Tom Jones started singing. Yeah, oh, I was yeah, say they, totally. this is just right after the yeah. song began. They threw their and underwear then they threw out them of them off because it was Tom thing. Jones. Yeah, that's right. And this was this was another one that was going to be a Shirley Bassey song. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, she she recorded. There's a version out there that she recorded, and then they, I guess, said, "Haven't we used her enough? Uh, let's go to Tom Jones." Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm so, glad. So there's it also was a Tom Johnny. Jones. There's a Johnny Cash version of this somewhere. Is it really? Yeah, oh, yeah. They were, they were supposed yeah. to use it, or maybe it was a whole other song. But they were they hired Johnny Cash to do it, and it sounded too much like one of his, you know, a man named Sue kind of songs. And they were like, "Forget it, we're not doing it." Right. Which yeah. Is, do you think sad. we'll ever have casual uh, jetpacks? Think that'll ever happen? No. Yes. We always yes, we always dream of yeah. it, but it just never happens. I right? mean, the guys the guys chasing Javon could have run over and grabbed his legs because that thing lifts <laughs> off the ground so slowly and just goes half a block away. <laughs> but also, like, it must have been really, really difficult to actually do that stunt. Like, I'll, oh, I'll yeah. bet you that jetpack had exactly the trajectory oh. of the that it, we saw every time like Absolutely. you can't go sideways you just go nope. up and down and you go about 150 yards forward and that's the yeah. whole deal like the whole jetpack is yeah. exhausted now and you do this one thing yeah. and they could have like while he's 200 feet in the air they could have just run over to the car where he's going to land yeah you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah until yeah. until frenchy slowly was like She's like flipping buttons in the car. It's like, oh, do, 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 do. she could have pulled off by now, but no, she prefers to pl- uh, put up the bullet shield. It's like pushing buttons oh. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, also, I'm sorry, water guns. No, uh, your car <laughs> water doesn't jet- have water yeah. guns. Yeah. Right. How is it holding that much water? How much lighter is that car now than all that water that it just shot at the bad guys? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, lot of hand wavy gadget stuff in this one. Yes, I for sure. Compared to I guess we ones. don't see that it's also hooked up to a hydrant. Like, ah, oh, park the car now. <laughs> hydrants so that we've got yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm smart about these things i think yes, I heard. exactly here's the uh here's a, just a taste of the johnny cash one i haven't actually heard this so oh you found it yeah. okay. okay i can see that i can hear that and then we got some kind of horny thing let's move ahead there's a rumble in the sky and all the world can hear call i mean it might have worked it might have been sure that I like that. It would have worked. It would have worked if he went to Arizona instead of the Bahamas, right? Like you, right, you right, kind of right. want your theme song to mirror 
the the locale, the exotic locale that uh, right. James Bond's going to, and and in the case of Thunderball, it's just not you mean the hat hats on parade. That, that was a great. Right. Not that. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that that looked like the worst parade. I'd never want to go to. I'm sorry, any Bahamian listeners, but right? Yeah. And it, Junk, it's probably, canoe does not look like fun. Probably dude. the only authentic and you know like culturally significant yeah. thing in a James Bond movie. <laughs> it was just filmed horribly. I think. I think the. I think the probably the parade itself is probably fantastic. The event's probably fantastic, but it was just filmed yeah, horribly. Yeah. Hot. It was filmed really badly, and it felt like it was like four o'clock Doc. in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. Like there was yeah. zero light. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we were in everybody's face, and all the there noise. were all, all you ever saw was just hats and some ladies on floats. Just you know, and every once in a while you catch a, 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 a you know James Bond peering through a hole. Yeah, right. Yeah, lots right. of hole peering. Notice that. Yeah. But yeah. uh, I've been to a few Mardi Gras down south, and boy, right. this was not a good one. It was, it was not a yeah. the the jankaroo is what it was called. Is that what it's called? Junkaroo, junkaroo, junkaroo. Yeah, I call it a jankaroo because it's film janky. <laughs> <laughs> I did kind of like the dice people. They had like dice hats, dice yeah. feet. Oh yeah, yeah. Dice hat uh, hats and uh, card bodies. Mm-hmm. They were like yeah, uh, yeah. they were like warriors. <laughs> the gambling uh, gambling game. devices. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were. As stupid as you could get, and I kind of enjoyed some of that. But that was also one of those sound moments where they kept going back to MI6, working on you know secret sub yeah. shit. By the way, those dice head people and the card body people—if mm. you pull down their pants, you'd see their little roulette balls. <laughs> <laughs> their little thunder roulette balls. Yeah, I got you. Little thunder yeah. roulette balls. Yeah. yeah Come yeah. on, Black yeah. Seven. Don't look Come at on, those. Black Seven. Everyone says when they pull their pants down. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know. But I would love to go to Club Kiss Kiss. That looked like a. Oh yeah, place. dude. I, that looked yeah. like oh, yeah. Totally. Had yeah. that lady stepping in the fire. You got uh, yeah. Uh, Nobody was watching her either. That was my favorite part. I'm like, is anybody watching this lady? <laughs> yeah, they really were. Oh no, trouble? nobody's watching. Nobody's watching anything in that club. <laughs> Huge dance floor. Somebody yeah. can get shot on that dance floor, and nobody will notice. Nobody. So, oh, her shot. So Good lord. That All right. So lame. he turns around. She gets shot because he's quick on the draw, and it stops yeah. the bullet because it hits her. But by the way, when he was holding her, it should have gone through his hand. Because his yeah. hand was clasped right. all over. All the other henchmen just run. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he moves it and then just moves it enough so the audience can go, ooh, blood, you know? And then yeah. you're like, oh, okay, really, so. I, I hated how they killed the henchmen in this one. We had such better henchmen death in the previous ones. They, yeah. they just, yeah. it was just so unceremonious. She was so important. I mean, she she saved James Bond. She And then she also took advantage of him. And she was just an amazing character and they just shot her in the back and like, i mean it? she's the she she kills uh uh she kills what's his face to plant his double that was that was Volpe, yeah. not domino that uh got shot in the kiss oh kiss uh, yeah 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 that's Vol- wait what what now wait Volpen. back up Vol- that was Vol- Volpe. Voluptuous. yeah that's what i said <laughs> yeah she didn't save james bond domino did didn't she I or you well no i thought she did because what's his face screwed up the plan because they she wasn't even the domino wasn't even at the spa that happened at the spa Oh, I'm, I'm you're right. You guys really don't the, remember. I'm talking about the dance on the dance floor. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She gets shot there, but she was at yes. the spa earlier. When oh, she wait, wait, wait. She wasn't at the spa. She was a, that's a Can different I, lady. That's just a lady that ran the spa. That's a different Can lady. say again? There's too many women <laughs> who are involved maybe, with James Bond's maybe life and death. Maybe you're kind of right. So. Yeah. You yeah, know how no, Randy, no. you know how Randy's always talking? Yeah. She's the one who helps with the swapping of the uh, the pilot dude. Yeah. Now who, you know, who she, did who, who you she saying arranges does that? Volpe? Yeah, right, right, right. Correct, correct. Yeah. Who is in She's, the the, the pilot guy? The spa, though. Is, she does that off site, and then they swap in the dead body of the pilot. Yeah, the guy spa lady's a whole the, different lady. 
whole different yeah. Oh, the, well, there's a spa lady, but she doesn't save him. Spa lady stays at the spa. Patricia? Yes. She oh. never comes out and stays Bond on the road. <laughs> no. No. It no. sounds like you're, I don't know what you're arguing anymore. Okay. <laughs> so you're talking about Fiona? What are you talking about? Uh, which which character Volpe. are you talking about? Yes, Fiona just, Volpe. Just, perf- yeah. just proving she's Randy's point. One, she, wants, she wants Bond dead. Yeah. Yeah. And she's arranging to get him but, killed. But they're trying to kill. They're trying to kill him too soon, and it's going to blow the plan. Oh, did she save oh, him? Oh, I see what you're saying. So she she just delays his death, really. Oh, right. Okay. She doesn't want to save him. She just wants to delay his death until the right time. I do think exactly. it's funny that a lot of weeks. One of the things I always hear Randy say is, uh, "There's precisely one woman in this movie. Uh, there's no other women." <laughs> And well, in this what, one, Randy, you're like, have a whole slew of them. Yeah, we got yeah, all four women, exactly like. four women that all look alike except for <laughs> slight changes to their hair color. You may, there, I, I want to see. Am I making the case that there may as well be only one woman in the world? <laughs> kinda, yeah, they're all interchangeable somehow. A little bit. No, so how do you like true. it when you get what you wanted, Randy? How does it's it feel? Not, <laughs> it's not true. I I love after James Bond gets his mission and everything, he's standing out in Money Penny's office, and she is pressing her breasts up oh, against yeah. his back like yeah uh, you know like pressing yeah, looking over his shoulder at the, yeah. yeah like she's not yeah. no she is not wor- working with him uh, this is not a professional uh situation <laughs> she is pressing her body into his body and he is just like uh don't care i don't I care about to, you yeah. i watched two hours of this and i didn't want to go back but i was curious what happened to james bond's hat did i look away to look at my notes for a minute because oh. when he comes out, yeah, he comes I out remember, and his hat's gone. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know what the, and what he says, he says, I thought I had a hat or something. I was like, yeah, he had a hat. And I saw him put it up there. I think chick in the bucket. I think hat in the bucket. I have a theory, right? Mm. And that is that the foreign secretary stole it. Okay. Um, okay. So <laughs> on the, his way out. Uh-huh. Right. So the 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 PM's foreign secretary comes and gives the double O unit the bad news, <laughs> the and then unit. he immediately leaves. No, this I'm sorry. This is all wrong. I have a huge complaint here. The foreign secretary would have been so involved in their further planning because right. he would need to go tell the prime minister what the hell they were about to do. Mm-hmm. And and instead, for some reason, he's like, now that I've told you some of the details, not all, I'm out. And he I just leaves. You may, be, you may be right because he. I did get a weird vibe, but I never got any follow up. And maybe the hat stealing was the whole point. I don't know. It was weird. I, I mean, it's so I've never had a hat in a bucket before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hat in the bucket. You're not wrong. This, yeah. many, this many chicks, or, uh, or as we call we, it, an empty hat rack. Yeah, <laughs> this many chicks, we have to switch over to a hat in the bucket. For yeah, this episode. absolutely, we do. I, I didn't. I, I thought that was an odd thing, and then I forgot all about it. And then you guys brought it up again, and now I'm even more annoyed because I don't okay, get so it. So I didn't. It wasn't just me. It though. wasn't okay, just I you. Maybe I missed yeah. something. All no, right. it wasn't I just love you. the whole thing between Bond and Money Penny because clearly he, you know, he's got zero scruples when it comes to like blackmailing a woman to have sex with her in a sauna. That's but terrible. He, but he's never going to shit where he eats at work. No, right? he's never going to fish off the company pier. <laughs> which, which also doesn't jive with the overall arrangement. The arrangement, for some reason, yeah. is that M and Q and Money Penny all intersect with Bond to do one discrete thing, and that's it. For, uh, for some reason, like M gives you your mission and he tells you what you're going to do. Maybe you argue and say, no, 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 no. I need to go to the Bahamas. And M's like, okay, go to the Bahamas then. Yeah. But you will never hear from M again. It's the, he is the most hands-off boss that yeah. ever yeah. existed. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. But he trusts Bond, yeah. right? He, they they express the point, that here. 
Exactly. To the point where he defends and says, if Bond says he saw this, I believe him. So uh, shut the F up. (laughs) (laughs) Stop calling calling me old. (laughs) A big Ben six times or seven times. times. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Uh, By the way, speaking of all these ladies, you're all going to know what grossed me out. Let's just get to it. Let's just oh, do it. Gross. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The easiest, what's the easiest what one, us, right? There. Yeah, this us, is really easy. Does it involve the foot of the feet? <laughs> yeah, gosh, I wonder if it has something to do with the feet. Let's say it this way. It was uh, Tarantino's favorite scene in this film. Uh, is the one. Gross. Um, how yeah. you're supposed to get a uh, stinger out. If, yeah, uh, what was it? She's, she was so funny. She was like, she said, ow, uh, poison sticky fish what did she call yeah, it it, I it, don't was, know what, it wasn't an urchin i was looking for oh did she step on an urchin because then he should just pee on it but what, what but was it, it i can't uh, i wrote it down because i went back and i did rewind. i wasn't worried about the hat but i didn't know what she said because uh what the crap is it called it was some kind of like urchin or something sticky sticky urchin sticky urchin no i don't yeah. know what it was it was a it's, it's some kind of stinger from like a jellyfish type deal yeah i don't know was it egg or something egg sticky but whatever. I think he just was more. See, she said, see, she said, see, egg spines. That was it. They're poisonous. See, egg spines. Uh huh. And then he sucked it right yes. out of her, yeah. her foot. Yeah. I don't okay. like that at all. I'm not a fan of anything you've just said. I don't like any of that. That <laughs> yeah. is all oh, there gross. Right there. An egg spine with her right foot takes out the spine. He does it from her left. Oh, so there's a blooper too. He sucks oh. the wrong foot, apparently. Did he really? Oh. But, but does he really? No, you know what he did. <laughs> they went, I'm sorry, Sean. You did the wrong foot. And he went, oh, I'm not doing that oh, again. That's too bad. <laughs> You're just going to run. I'm going to re, uh, flip the, uh, reverse the film. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I just, I just put a, I just put a, an, a still from that scene in the chat. I, there is no doubt in my mind that all of it, the writing, the blocking, right. everything is designed to give you a good look at her butt. That's yeah, weird. All it's there, there's a couple he of shots to, that like he that. had to suck it out of her right foot, the correct foot. Yeah, uh, but would have been turned sideways. Would not be. Uh, That's would, right because yeah, he would be on the wrong side. So yeah, yeah. they may need to reshoot her scene where she steps it with her left foot. And, there we go. Exactly. Yeah. I like it. I like her heads out on that. Maybe he's sucking the the spine all the way up her up her right leg. <laughs> He sucks like Thunderball. He sucks like Thunderball. Sucks like Thunderball. I like this theory a lot more than I would yeah. think I would yeah. normally. Um, I like Brian Freshwood magic trick. Right? Yeah, yeah. sounds right. Spine from one foot to the other. Uh, Henry Ford II, by the way, the grandson of Henry Ford, appears as an extra in this film, which is oh, pretty wow. interesting. Yeah, okay. Ford, uh, this says he had a lot to do with providing vehicles. He was still with Ford then, obviously. Um, and the light blue Ford Mustang. Yeah, that uh, goes 120. Oh, yeah, yeah. Through yeah. the forest, Jiminy Christmas. I want that car, though. That car was hot. Was Once again, this, yeah. is, this is the lady who saved Bond. Yeah. yeah, Domino. That was Volpe. No, that was Volpe okay. driving the car. Yeah. And I posted where it says Volpe kills Lippe for jeopardizing Largo skiing back at the spa. <laughs> Volpe, I that Volpe right kills Lippe. Right in the Discord. Yeah. You're welcome. Volpe kills Lippe. Uh, Queen yeah. takes Rook. Uh, <laughs> damn. But then, but then Domino also saves Bond. She oh yeah, 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 yeah. But not on the road. When right. when Bond is in a Bond's going to get shot. There's no doubt. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She, he's getting she's, shot. That's going to be part of the deal. Another another sad death because I wanted to know more about that guy because he doesn't he doesn't smoke he doesn't do the sex oh, and he, yeah. what else did he do? He didn't drink. He likes yeah, to shoot that, skeet. I wrote and, that down. Don't drink. Yeah. Don't smoke. What do you do, Mister Vargas? Yeah, <laughs> and they yeah, never what, answered. No, <laughs> he what, kills people. Not really. I don't, the, 
Who did he actually kill? Did he actually kill anybody? I don't think so. Did he? I don't remember him killing anybody. Okay. I'm not saying he didn't do it off screen. I didn't yeah. see him kill anybody. New uh, Blofeld or whatever, the cat guy, right? That's guy. Right. That's not the same one as they usually do. It was yeah, a different dude. Donald. Well, at, up, up to this point, we haven't seen him because yeah, uh, reasons. We have like, there's some kind of licensing reasons we haven't seen Blofeld yet. Oh, is that true? I'm, I'm forgetting the weird trivia around Blofeld being. Yeah, hidden. when do we first uh, see him? I know it's Donald Pleasance the first time we see Well, I think it's Donald Pleasance. The in the time. next movie. In, no, we've well, seen him we already, see haven't Donald we? Pleasance, yeah. I thought we saw him in previous uh, no. one. Uh, you Only Live Twice is when we first see Okay. Um, Have we not done that one? <laughs> no, that's uh, the next one. That's the next We've one. Seen, okay. Yeah. I, seen, for whatever reason, love Dr. No and Goldfinger. I was sure Donald Pleasance was in one that we've seen. I guess not. Why do I think mm. that? Uh, this unless, was, unless Donald Pleasance played a different character in. Uh, oh, that's possible. Maybe he's back. Yeah. Maybe I saw him in something else and have conflated these things. I don't know. But, uh, maybe yeah. he comes back. Maybe he was one of the ones that got killed earlier and like was horribly disfigured, and he comes back. I don't know. I haven't watched all the James Bond movies. I don't know what's these. going on. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah. By the way, in the end of water scenes, a fun trivia, where Bond encounters Shark Sir Sean Connery was supposed to be protected by a clear plastic panel thing uh, that was supposed to shield him from the sharks close up. However, the panels only extended about three feet in height. Sharks <laughs> could swim over them if they wanted. So as a result, in some of the Ooh, scenes, according to this, uh, Connery got much closer to real sharks than he wanted. Terrence Young, the director, said in an interview that scenes used uh, in this movie were Bond reactions uh, that were actually Sean freaking out yeah. uh, mm-hmm. about shark mm-hmm. miscues. So there'd be like yeah. a shark coming when it wasn't supposed to. And I thought, you know, I'm watching this, this is before I read that trivia, and I thought, you know what? He does look freaked out. He looks like he's oh, yeah. he does. Like, yeah, it does what an really amazing weird. acting job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's impressive. I'll give, you a, I'll give you a little bit of uh, the James Bond wiki. Uh, Blofeld, initially a partially unseen character portrayed by Anthony Dawson and Eric Pullman, Blofeld was subsequently played on screen by Donald Pleasance, Telly Savalas, and Charles Gray. Hmm. Uh, A final depiction of the character, again unnamed for copyright reasons, appears in the pre-title sequence for Your Eyes Only, uh, portrayed by John Hollis, voiced by Robert Reedy. Following years of litigation over the ownership of the character. Oh, my gosh. Really? Blofeld is later reinvented for the Daniel Craig series. Huh. Played by Christoph yeah. Waltz. Christoph like, Waltz. There yeah. was, I guess Blofeld is borrowed from something else. I don't know what the deal Which was. Which surprises me because, I mean, there's there's been such weird uh, copyright and litigation between these films. This film, by the yeah, way, yeah. Thunderball, was remade with... Uh, uh, Sean Connery again called Never Say Never Again. It was yeah. outside of canon, and it had uh, Kim Basinger as as Domino. Mm, as, I think uh, that was the first actually Sean Connery Bond I saw actually. Yeah, oh wow, really? Was, yeah, well, I can't remember if it was for him. By the way, the the two guys you mentioned, Anthony Dawson as the visual actor and Eric Pullman as the voice actor, uh, same one from from Usher with Love and Thunderball. Same pairing used. Oh wow, uh, for the two movies. Oh, I had no idea. That's crazy. Yeah, I, um, I, that one, that remake, I don't remember a thing about it. And I also didn't know it was a remake of this. Is it a faithful yeah. remake of this? I know it's bad, but is it? I don't think so, because I didn't remember seeing this. I don't remember seeing, th- I've never seen Thunderball. This is my first view in a Thunderball. And Never Say Never, I've seen a couple of times. Never Say Never Again. And it's, uh, I don't think from, it's, it's not one-to-one or anything. From the description, I mean, you've got, you know, Largo and Domino and all that sort of thing. Um, right. 
uh, it's same kind of thing, health clinic and, and uh, uh, stealing bombs, and et cetera, et cetera. But it's mm-hmm. also based on, it's not based on Thunderball the movie. It's also based on Thunderball the book. So it Makes kind sense. of goes back to the source material and, and does its thing. Right. Uh, but you get, uh, I think Max von Sydow is in that one as as Blofeld. As Blofeld, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. And then, think... but he also plays plays Blofeld in canon films. Right? Oh, hmm. oh, weird. Yeah, or no. right. like probably the biggest difference between the two movies is that they invent, they invent a different <laughs> Spectre agent to be the one who's trying. Who basically Fiona in Thunderball is not is not in Never Say Never, and it's a character named Fatima Blush. Oh. Yeah, I remember. She is who, that was uh, that was never said ever again. I thought yeah. always that was a fun uh, Fatima Blush. <laughs> Fatima, yeah. Fatima Blush. What in the hell name I, is that? That's ridiculous. The only time I saw Thunderball was when I watched Austin Powers. Because God, this everything. Oh, this movie. This movie. You need to see this movie before yeah. Austin Powers to get yeah. Austin Powers. No, I feel yeah. as as the guy here who hadn't seen it prior to, to Austin Powers. Now some stuff makes sense, or now I understand yeah. references that I didn't know about before. Uh, that's weird. fun. That's actually oh, really wow. fun to do, you know. Rowan, uh, Rowan Atkinson yeah, Rowan. appears in uh, uh, in Never Say Never Again as a character named Nigel Smallfaucet. Shut yeah. up! Yeah, shut yeah. up! Is that real? <laughs> so, yeah, so that's they real. don't they don't restrict the horrible uh, names. Yeah, to just yeah. the Bond women. It's basically yes. Here's Nigel Smallpenis. I, uh, I like to think that he requested that. I like to think that he came to set with his own names. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is so early. It is a uh, deal. I mean, this is before Blackadder and all that stuff, yeah. right? This is yeah. Uh, yeah this is pre that and Mr. Well, Bean. All Blackadder was eighty three, so this would have been right what, at that time. What, what, oh, yeah, the, you, you mean the re- yeah the remake? I don't know eighty something. The remake, yeah, eighty three, eighty three, same year though. Can I, oh, can I give you so, the when he started Blackadder, huh? Wow. Can I give you the five big references from Austin Powers back Always. to Thunderball? Oh, sure. oh sure. sure. So uh, number two is based on Largo. They both have eye patches. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's called the, number two. Yeah. In the casino scene between Austin and number two, uh, you have – it's basically a remake of the casino scene where Bond and Largo first meet. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I thought that was pretty good in this movie. Yeah. Like the Thunderball, yeah. the Thunderball way of having Bond and Largo meet across a – table and like have their little back and forth i thought that was really awesome except he kept saying specter specter yeah. okay okay we get it <laughs> so uh the, here's the third one the entire plot of hijacking a nuclear weapon and holding the world hostage that's a thunderball right. reference in austin powers yeah uh dr evil has a device that controls yeah. the yeah. chairs of his subordinates <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Right. just like blowfield yeah. yeah yeah and, and god then, the money talk was that the next one yeah. Oh no. The the final big reference is the the raft ending. Okay. In Austin Powers, Austin and Vanessa end up in a life raft, uh, right. and then you know in in this movie, uh, you know the same thing. Uh, only in Austin Powers, uh, you know we have Powers say, "This is how all my movies end, baby." Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's kind of true. Great. Not yeah. perfectly, but kind of. Why true. didn't but, they stick with just the raft, though? The lift, the lift away by a plane is so bad, so stupid. Yeah. God, it just would have yanked them right off the boat, yeah. like that yeah. thing. And then how do you put them down? Them how do you put them down safely? <laughs> and and right. typically, yeah. we've seen he ends up he ends up in the ocean a lot on rafts with women, and usually he refuses uh, pickup yeah. while he does his thing. And, and this is just weird. Some lovemaking, yeah, right. yeah. And right. then the and then the scientist. 
Where'd he go? They yeah. just left right. him there. They never even met. He didn't get in the boat. No, he's, he's in a separate floating. raft. Is he in a there separate two, raft? There were two I boats. See. And the, yeah, there was a sub, second one. You just barely see it as okay. it starts to expand oh, on the I surface. Mean, okay. And so, so that, that, yeah, the old dude that they saved from, from the boat, he gets his own like Yeah, but it yeah, doesn't pick him up. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So you just float around. He needs his own. He needs his own. Uh, I mean, what was that? A it's drone? Was that a manned plane or a drone? Or I don't know. Yeah, what that it was, was. A, a manned plane. I'm sure. Yeah. If back you then, lift, if you lift people by a rope with an airplane, yeah, how do you fast. set them down safely? Yeah. 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 Someone tell me. I want to know. How do you pick them? How do you pick them up safely? Because that thing is going to yank you out of that boat so fast. Oh yeah. Right. And then if you have to turn in the air, oh my yeah. gosh, they're oh, going to be flung around. Yeah. yeah. He's all, also these uh, this combo of the sh- the really bright orange uh, scuba top and then the tiny yeah, tiny was- little white freaking scoopy that was only that was only him so the everybody else had the full uh full orange he had the shorty short so you could recognize him underwater underwater yeah exactly yeah yeah Yeah. not a not a fan of that look that was a rough one i will say that i like i mentioned earlier god that whole scene that fight scene i've never seen anybody shoot anything like that on film i've never seen anything like that big just so many people involved, so many people fighting at once, just so much going on. I what feel like there's something just, maybe since then that's been that's but but I think yeah, this is a very CGI. That's impressive. I've seen plenty of stuff done in CGI, but I don't think I've ever seen practical with that many people in the water fighting. Sure. That was just amazing. Also, they were way they always they made it seem like they hardly had any depth to that water. That wouldn't be correct. It'd be a lot deeper than they. I mean, when they're mass- that's what I was trying to off. figure how far off the coast they were supposed to be. Were they near yeah. uh, like some kind of sandbar of some sort or something? Because yeah, uh, yeah it felt weird. Yeah. Well, you can even tell, by the way, that the that even the directors are feeling like, oh my god, this water fight is just going on for so long. I know what we could do. Let's add some extra sea life. Let's have a yeah, uh, yeah. let's have an eel. Let's have a lobster. You know, stuck in yeah. the freaking octopus. The humans. Octopus in this movie for no reason. For no reason, yes. Oh, that's her first appearance of Octopussy, by the way. Oh, oh that's yeah. hilarious. Okay. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> nice. She she would later she, appear she as a woman. But, yeah, yeah. Odd Adams. Yeah, she grows up. Definitely some <laughs> sharks harmed in the making of this movie. Odd, uh, yes. Yeah. Poor yeah. sharks. <laughs> I told I looked at Tina. I said, Ooh, yeah, that's uh, that's 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 <laughs> Ooh, they really effect. shot that shark. They really Ooh, shot they really that <laughs> <laughs> they must have okay, it's a shark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, here's a here's a great trope that this movie oh, you got another stumbles one, into. Hold on, there you go. Yeah, the trope is called enemy mine, and that's when uh, your forces and your enemy forces have to team up because you, sharks attack you both. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I oh, I really enjoyed that. By the way, I don't think we get any explanation of who the the paratroopers are. Mm. They're like Marines or I don't know. Right. They did. I'm the side of the plane said Coast Guard, didn't it? Yeah. I'm I'm assuming it was Navy Coast Guard. The Coast Guard has Navy SEALs. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They're called Coast Guard SEALs, Randy. Okay. Sure. I was just, it was very, it it was very vague. There's a a good reason they aren't explained. They, they they kind of don't make sense. They have orange. Yeah. But I love that the Spectre Frogmen are, 
making a quick swim from Nassau to Miami. Apparently, yeah. you can do yeah. that. Yeah. And <laughs> and yeah. they have to they get into a fight with this organized array of American uh, soldiers. Who are pretty good. Underwater. They've been training. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then they all have to turn and face their enemy, the sharks. Yep. Yeah. It's great yeah. how, how everybody lines up so perfectly. And it's like they cannot, you know, oh, if I just step to the right a little bit, I can avoid all their harpoons and just basically attack, like flank them. But no, it's like it's like a football game where they're uh, restricted by the end zone or by the. Like, uh, I, like I said, the, mad. Yeah. Just movie making, just mad, crazy respect for yeah. that whole scene and how they pulled it off and was able to film it and get sure. people to to perform and yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's great until you re- until you do any thinking about you know what, yeah, yeah. what it's like to throw a punch underwater. Oh, and it's not enjoyable as a viewer. Oh, I'm sorry. No, well, no, that's no. why that's why I'm <laughs> complaining about the the length because that extra runtime gives you time to think. Yeah, and right. it, yeah. It, you know, like I'm not saying that Michael Bay does it better per se, but I oh. I do enjoy there's a job being given being given yeah, a yeah, chance yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's uh, how do I explain how it made me feel? I felt like this was a movie caught between its own era and a new era coming. Absolutely. In the 70s, yeah. we're going to get weird for Bond and. You know, this isn't his last one, right? He's got what? No, we still have two more two Moors more. with a with a um, Lazenby in the middle. That's right. I'm sorry, two more two more Conneries <laughs> with Lazenby in the middle. Yeah, so I always right. think Lazenby was first, and I'm always wrong in that. Yep. I don't know yep. why I we're think get, that. We're getting there. But I have a feeling I'm really gonna like the next one, and then I know I like uh, Lazenby's Honor Majesty's Secret yeah. Service. So I'm I'm, yeah, I'm starting to get excited, guys. Oh my yeah. gosh, I don't even know I what to say they, about that. For the most part, I feel like they do get better and better as we go. But uh, so far, this is uh, this is the one I like the most. This so is far, your, this yeah. is Agreed. your fave. I think, it's, I think it's the most James Bondy or the James Bonds. I felt more. This felt more modern than the rest of. Them. See, that's that's why I'm saying I like from Russia with Love so much. It feels so James Bondy to me, mm-hmm. and this one feels like it got a different movie mixed in. So I'm I'm just I'm interested in how we came to these different conclusions. But I don't. Right. I'm really not that interested. Like it's 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 a James Bond movie. Like don't yeah. don't overthink it too much. Yeah, it's it's yeah. easy to do yeah. that. Oh, I'm hungry right now. I wonder what I should do with my hunger. I know I'm going to eat some factor meals this June and July. Today's July 1st, but this month. All right. This is summer. We're in it right now. Okay. You're going to be busy watching these summer movies. It's hot movie summer or whatever we say here on the show. Right. You're trying to stick to your budget and you're trying to cut back on takeout. Well, factors, fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and eat. You get back to your favorite movie. Enjoy the flavor and nutritional quality you need while you catch up on your hot movie action summer here on Film Sack or otherwise. All right. Factors America's number one ready to eat meal kit can keep you fueled up with fast and flavorful, nutritious, ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well and stay on track reaching your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash Film 50 and use the code Film 50 to get 50% off your first box. If you're too busy with summer plans to cook, and not everybody's, you know, you, you don't have all day, all right? But you need to eat well. Don't forget that. You don't want junk food. With factors, skip the trip to the grocery store, skip the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning, all that stuff, and still get that flavor and nutritional stuff you need, all right? 
Factors fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in two minutes, like I mentioned. Uh, elevate eating at home with their new upscale surf and turf, surf and turf meal options. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roasted garlic filet mignon and shrimp, Cajun spice shrimp and salmon. Oh my gosh, this is killing me. I'm going to have to go get some of this right now. And you can choose from over 34 plus chef prepared, dietitian approved weekly options. And these include premium ingredients such as, you know, broccolini, leeks, uh, truffle butter, asparagus, you name it. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons, including breakfast items like our delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato and bacon breakfast skillet. Anyway, all that stuff is amazing. If you want to throw some chicken wings in there or a salmon filet or whatever, they got you covered. Head to factormeals.com slash filmsac50 and use code filmsac50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code filmsac50 at factormeals.com slash filmsac50 and get your first box today. Well, I think we should overthink it with some clip selections. What do you think of that? Oh, yeah. oh did, did, yeah. did James Bond say some clever shit? He did. <laughs> yeah. Let's enjoy some clips over some conch chowder. Conch yeah. chowder? Conch chowder. Conch chowder. Conch chowder? Mm. You know, conch you know chowder. he really likes money. conch chowder. Yeah. yeah. Who's, who's that? Who, who really like likes it? James Bond. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah apparently. Yeah. It's an aphrodisiac. I don't know That's if right. I've ever had anything remotely like conch chowder. In my life, I'm a, I, yeah, it's I don't know. Very similar to, I'm sure. I mean, clam chowder? Is it like <laughs> clam chowder? It's just another, it's another it's mollusk. But they right? live in like conch shells, right? That's the same conch, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you okay. Blow, you blow them out into the chowder. You blow them out into the chowder. First, you listen and you feel like, boy, if the ocean sounds a little boogery. Okay, blow yeah, it yeah, out yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, there must be some conch in here. Yeah, there's something in here. Get out, buddy. Conch on earth. Um, all right, here we go. Let's play clip number one. This is uh, Sean, Sean Connery just saying, mm. All right, there's, that's all. I, that's it. <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, you know it was sexy. I think, he, I think it was like with a girl or something. Mm. Uh, here's... Conch oh, chowder's good. This is a fun line. On yogurt and lemon juice? Uh, I can hardly wait. Oh, geez, money. So he's gonna bend her, she was gonna, he was going to bend her over his knee, but yeah. he's at a spa... That's where the he's joke. Been, where he's been only drinking like lemon a, juice and eating yogurt, so he could probably barely yeah. lift uh, that a that conch, that, conch yeah. that little clever joke <laughs> crawled past me, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." I actually stopped the movie, and I had to understand <laughs> the joke. I couldn't right. because like, she, she says it. Does his knee, it's, it's it's knee have yogurt on it? Yeah. So, yeah. Right. It's or like, is that oh sexism? Oh, is that an aphrodisiac? Yogurt and lemon juice. Mm, that nothing turns mm. me on like that. Yeah, burn something. Uh, here's a oh this. It's nice to see he's still kind of weird and rapey. So here's this bit. Behave yourself, Mister Bond. Yeah, the massage lady. She really. He really just grabbed her. Hey. And, yeah, man. Yeah. It's that this movie's self awareness. The, the fact that she rebuffed him so aggressively 
made it seem like a hundred times worse. Usually it's just that like really, they just lean into it. That but, gets oh my completely God. subverted 10 minutes later. Like, right. Does, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, all he has to do is rub her down with a mink oven. Mitt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She just goes, mm, mink. And when he oh, says, yeah. ah, mink, it, it helps loosen the denseness or whatever. <laughs> right. I'm like, come on, dude. No, it doesn't. And I'll bet it stinks. Yeah. All mink things stink, by the way. They yeah. reek. That's yeah. in the name. Mink yeah. stink. Mink stink. Yeah. Uh, here's a story of my life is what I wrote, but I don't remember if this is about me or something else. I don't remember. Here it is. My cousin had judo calls. The story of my life. Oh, it's the French guy. Never mind. Judo uh, judo calls. Yeah. Who's judo? Judo. Judy. Judy calls. Judy calls. Let me try that again. My cousin had judo calls. It does sound like he says Judy calls. (laughs) say Judy. Judy calls. Judy, Judy Dench calls. Judy. She's going to be appearing in yeah, a future movie. <laughs> now, here's my first example of bad audio mixing, and I'm going to play it first because why not? And it'll start loud, so it won't surprise you too much. So I'm letting you know. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm serious. That's how. That's not me altering anything. That's, no, that's no. funny. And are we supposed to Very hear impressive. what those people are saying on the on the phone? We are. Those We're supposed the, to hear the, it. Uh, it's really bad, you guys. That's the people in the giant war room with the big yeah. map and the Yep. Every time they cut over there, it was always after or before something really loud. And there's no yeah. this not that everything needs to be hundred percent leveled in movies. I don't I don't think yeah. that, but this, this is this the like, kind of confidence you can have in your movie and go, I'm gonna edit this and it's gonna be harsh, and you're gonna go it's harsh because I want it to be abrupt, but not thinking about the audience and going, the audience is not going to enjoy this. So this is art above. I think you are giving them way too much credit for bad. The confidence in this movie is ridiculous. They just, they just leaned into everything. Yeah. But it's like saying, ah, that was confident that that quarterback fell over himself and pooped his pants. How, what a confident move. And it lost him the game. Yeah. Wait, no. yeah, but I'm, I'm saying I don't think it was uh, neglect or laziness is what I'm saying. Oh. I think it was I think it was intentional. And it I think it was flat. bad sound engineering. And I think the 60s had a lot of it. And I think they were it was probably OK for the time because it was mono. too. Yeah. Don't forget, we didn't I, get I stereo movies back then. It was all mono. Yeah. I don't think audiences cared. I think they you know, like they were just happy to <laughs> be watching a movie in a theater. <laughs> yeah, they would be happy to spend their 65 cents for that. Yeah. Did they have ticket. air conditioning in 1965 in the movie theater? Of theaters? course. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not good air conditioning. Like <laughs> the good cold shit like we have. Now. Well, like, you know, <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> I, I said, of course, like it was global. Yeah. I, I have, I remember going to movie theaters in Hawaii uh, only 25 years ago that didn't have right. air conditioning. Right. So, right. Oh, wow. Still didn't have air conditioning. So I, yeah. Mm. Well, mm. let's try this one. This is a horrible sound. That's the sound of him pulling that curtain aside, but it just kills me. I hate that sound. Oh that yeah. Mean? When he's, when he's looking for the body that, uh, mm-hmm. that he knows is somewhere in there and it's behind the curtain. Yeah. Yep, that's the one. Here's one about losing a dog. That's why he's probably lost a dog. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Man, cool. A dog. <laughs> uh, something about the old man. And I'll thank you not to refer to me. <laughs> That's the old man. That's the old man. You are like an old. We, you're objectively an old man. Yeah. What, yeah what, no. It feels like we rarely get scenes that have both Money Penny and Q in them, even yeah. though they're it's separated M, by right. one door. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. not Q. M. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah M. M. I, I did the same thing earlier. Yeah. It, 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 it is rare. In fact, I can't think of another. Wow. Time. I. How how dumb am I? I just now realized that MI6 uses letters and Spectre uses numbers. 
God, how dumb am I? I <laughs> well, just realized. Well, well, six uses numbers too because of the you know double yeah, all, all the row of double O agents so far away from the uh, people delivering the meeting. <laughs> Yeah, those O's are zeros. So yeah, but but but, but the, those are uh, O's. Yeah, there's O's in the alphabet, not zeros, right? No, well, they're zeros. zeros. They're right. zeros. They just say O. Yeah, it's like me saying. Okay, I'm thinking about it too hard. Yeah. I just yeah, double zero seven. sounds silly. The rain means something. I just know it. All right, here's a here's a thing. Here's a teeth to What's eyes. The water. I don't know what this teeth thing is. I'll just play it. What sharp little eyes you've got. Wait till you get to my teeth. Oh, yeah. What sharp yeah. eyes you have and then wait till you get to my teeth. What are you yeah. talking yeah. about? Like, oh, yes. I noticed. Rip right. your face. He, he said he noticed her anklet had her uh, domino name on it, which only her friends call her. And so she right. says, what sharp little eyes? It says, wait, you get to my teeth. And then he says, like, see you later, alligator. And I was like, oh. <laughs> did he really oh, so that's the that's the setup is i have little teeth and now i'm an alligator and, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know did he didn't really say <laughs> no. see you later alligator did he no he it's did. a different it's oh. a different line that i will i will line. bring back up later it's earlier in the movie it's when he's leaving the spa and there's a uh there's an irrigator machine and yeah it's, it's all great funny. jokes it's, it's very funny yeah. this movie's got jokes okay it sure does uh all right I, I ask you what did this guy say let's let's find out what he said what did he say? Hey, Shamu. He's the guy that he kicked out of the room, gave his gun back even. He's in there with Felix, gives this guy his gun back, the assassin that was in the shower. And, right. and as he leaves oh. and shuts the door, he goes, Shamu! It's like Shamu or something. Shamu! <laughs> Save that, the that whales. What he should say is, is boink. <laughs> is that Bahama magic language? Is that what he does when he just disappears like in the smoke? Is that? No, no he just, right. I don't know what it was. Shamu! I don't know what he said. Some, it has something to, I think is what he says. The, the line before it is him berating the guy to hurry back to Largo. Mm. So, I think mm. I think he left his shampoo in the shower. Shampoo! Shampoo! <laughs> shampoo! 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 I don't know what he said, but I do know what Q said. Q basically now establishes his attitude for the rest of the series moving forward right here. Try to be a little less than your usual frivolous self, 007. Yeah, that's pretty typical. We're not going to talk about that shirt. No, Cute. we're just gonna. No, we got to go right over that, that that damn okay. shirt. Man, it's ugly. Boy, that's a funny Love thing to, to remember. But you're right; it was a loud ass shirt. We in the Bahamas, man. <laughs> he had he had to, you wear volume shirts in the Bahamas. That's what yeah, you do. Yeah, it was great. So uh, he was really he was truly volume? fitting in. Volume, yeah, yeah like loud yeah. shirts, like uh, oh, like la- oh, right, okay, wow, yeah, yeah volume. Why did I not get that initially? Well, okay, right. thank you. Because volume could mean you know volumetric, like you're thinking, or yeah, we talk a lot about audio stuff, a lot. So yeah, maybe. Uh, how about this? Taken for a ride. You look pale, Mr. Bond. I hope I didn't frighten you. Well, you see, I've always been a nervous passenger. Some men just don't like to be driven. No, some men just don't like to be taken for a ride. Get it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah. They don't like to, it's not that I don't like to be driven. I'm, I don't like to be yeah. taken for a ride, see? Yeah. I don't like how you flip this, uh, this, my chauvinism on me. I don't care for it. Yep. Stop it. Now, I'm going to play some other example. One other example of bad sound mixing. This one starts quiet, so prepare yourselves. All right, here we go. That feels like a cage. All these bars. Do you think I'll be... That's legit a transition yeah. in the no movie. No way. No way. That yeah. was really... That was ri- it was. Right it, it into... Was that, they're they're down uh, on the street doing um, Mardi Gras. Right, right there. Yeah. Oh, my God. it. Fiona in the bed directly to uh, the hat. How parades. many attendees to that theater shit ah. their pants at that moment? <laughs> well, it does make me wonder. So, you know, the tech in the theaters in those days were monochrome sound. 
or mono sound. They didn't have, yeah. uh, you know, any kind of any of that. So maybe they mixed. They they were just different yeah, on the it, output, it and they be, were more well, it equal. Could be in the transfer. I, I mean, it could it could be somewhere in the transfer too. The prints that went out might have not been like this. Hundred percent correct. It probably yeah. was something to that effect. It's like listening to the Beatles albums that have pure right or left and no oh, right, yeah. right. Yeah. It's just that's what they had. It's so distracting. Yeah. yeah. Scott, uh just jumping back to the Shamu, I went <laughs> I went to the movie and found it with uh oh. the closed captioning on. It's at fifty seven thirty and the what he yells is now move. Now, oh, move? now move. Okay. Now move. Let's hear it now that okay. we know. Here we go. He's wow! Swear. He doesn't put the VE on there. <laughs> he, he just says now move. Now move. Now, yeah. now move. Now move. Now move. <laughs> now move. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> what, what is with this accent I wrote? James Bond who only has to make love to a woman and she starts to hear heavenly choir singing. Is that a French deal? That's it's like it's a Italian. Well, kind is of that? Italian, isn't right, it? So, yeah. yeah so uh, that's that's uh, Volpe, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Fiona. Yeah. Fiona. Um, yeah. I like supposed to, to be. Volpe. She's supposed to be Italian. Oh, she is no. supposed to be Italian. Okay. No way the actress is Italian. Right. It sounded like but an Italian accent. It's just a thick one. Whew. That thing was like old school <laughs> yeah. Sicily. And her name is pasta. She's Italian, right? Yeah, yeah. She is Italian. Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, Luciana Paluzzi. And they didn't. Paluzzi. They didn't do as much overdub on her, so they must have well, liked the way she talked. I guess. Well, and it's not a replacement either. That's her actual voice. Right. Yeah, every time I, I listed out the five people that get their voice replaced just yeah. so I could make sure I get it right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, here's one. What? Oh, she's just. Oh, this is after she gets shot in the back, and there's a whole bad joke here. Here you go. One of my friends sits this one out. She's just dead. <laughs> By the way, I love how the music they play at the Kit Kat Club sounds like the music you Wait. hear on Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, it's like very piratey, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, old school pirate like um, old school like Pirates of the Caribbean ride pirate. Yeah. yeah, 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 or like one of those old swashbuckler movie things, or Gilligan's Island music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's um, here's that guy one more time. Jettison cocoon. Yeah, Jettison cocoon. We have a bigger, we have a smaller boat inside of larger boat. Yeah, Jettison yeah. I love we we instantly knew what he was saying in this case. Yeah, yeah. in this case yes. we knew. Yeah, the the, <laughs> the ADR worked. All he right. left all those people to die, boy. He left them in the shit part of the boat. And yeah, he died. Did. yeah. He's yeah. a bastard. Bastard, yeah. one-eyed, giant-nosed man. Yeah. Oh, look at this. I believe what we have here is some checklist items. Slow as hell, check. He's even hairier this time, check. <laughs> and finally, sound mixing by a room full of drugged Bonobos, check. All right, Bonobos. moving on. Uh, let's do Star Trek connections. I'm guessing it's like the last four. There's hardly any or none at all. And none. There's none. Um, it's just these movies are too far away from the production of Star Trek at this point. Yeah, like it's too it's too far away in time. Yeah, most, right? most of these people in '65, most of these people what like in their late 30s, 40s, and Star Trek's about to come along, and it uses a bunch of young actors at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's one stunt guy in this movie who did stunts in Star Trek Five, but that's it, nothing else. And that's it, Five. Wow, uh, he, that's pretty later. That's that's a long career that guy had. I think. Yeah, stuntmen aren't supposed yeah. to have long careers, right? We, no. We've heard from uh, a certain TV show. Yeah, that's what's, the, <laughs> what's the lyric at the beginning of the Fall Guy? 
Um, Fall guy. I've been a, blown up for something, something. something yeah, other twenty for times. Kel Welch, but I'm some unknown stuff. <laughs> with Farrah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of oh, look amazing. like Sean Connery. A little bit. All right. I used to be the bionic man. All right. Let's do um, uh, Star Trek Connections Be Dead. Let's do the soundtrack. Great. I give it a C for Cheese Fest. I thought this was not great. Uh, it didn't do it for me the way most Bond things do. I think the Tom Jones song is fine, but the rest of the movie didn't use enough. I just needed more of that. Yeah. Yeah. The last movie yeah, so, did that better, I thought. So anyway. So John Barry, who always seems to me like he, his, he was an old man his whole life, but mm-hmm. John Barry was only 30 when he was scoring these films, which is just mind blowing to me. I can't, I can't let go of that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, really good, uh, later career. He just, uh, you know, he just kind of like, I don't want to say phones it in, but like, there's only so much you can do mm-hmm. as, as a composer with this movie. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he's, he does what he does with what he does and it's fine. It's okay. Let's move on to this the, is the guy. Post. This is the guy oh. that's going to go on to compose dances with wolves. Like, Oh, a legend. Yeah, that's a whole different animal there. That's crazy. I didn't realize it was the same guy. Wow. Yeah, John Barry. All right. Kind of two first names in the mood for that movie. Um, <laughs> let's get to the Twitter post, the social media post of sorts that we like to do. We sum things up in 280 characters or less as to this film. And let's start with Randy. Thunderball. <clears throat> Roses are red. Violets are blue. Spine stretch table may or may not kill you. Mm. Poppies are red. Lilies are white. Don't at me, but Thunderball is grade A shite. Nope. <laughs> wow. wow. I didn't know you could rhyme I'm going to at you. I'm going to at you right now. Yeah, right at now. him. I'm just kidding. Uh, so can I ask a quick question about, because you referred to that table again, and then I rem- it reminded yeah. me of this, the, the steam box that people, their heads only stick <laughs> yes, out. Yes, yeah. I've never only really seen those except in like cartoons or something. In cartoons right. and this are yeah. the only place. Yeah, the little... Uh, Everybody always uh, shrinks Captain, down, right? The yeah. Captain Pike uh, steam box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's my question. Has anybody here had either of these experiences? I've never even seen either of these oh, contraptions. I've never uh-huh. been in a sweat box, and I've never been on a rack. So yeah, I can't say that. Okay, it, yeah. Yeah. It's clearly the worst spot ever. <laughs> it seemed like it sucked. Yeah. It me. was very like, modern. Like Randy said, one employee and a whole bunch of shitty equipment that breaks down and can't be turned off easily. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got the shits from the yogurt and they smell like lemons and it's just no good. <laughs> All right. Uh, nicely done. Let's move over to Brian Dunaway. Thunderball. This movie makes me wish I had two eye patches. Hashtag kiss, kiss my thunderballs. <laughs> Nicely done. Finally, Brian Ibbett. Thunderball. His fight goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Kong Chowder. Kong Chowder. That should be. I want to hear Shirley Bassey sing Kong Chowder. That'd be great. All right. Nicely done, everyone. Was the entire premise of landing the airplane in the ocean that they would be able to detect it if it had landed on land. Like that's the only reason. Is that the conceit? That yeah, was the conceit, I, was, I think. Yeah, yeah. like it, about like that. it yeah. uh, uh, scrambles some of the signals that the plane gives out, or something. The the water. Mm-hmm. I we don't have, know. We have sonar now that is very easily would pick that up, but I think maybe back then we didn't, or maybe the government didn't share any of that information. Mm. But just, uh, that took James Bond with a, with a with a what was that? A little basket with no bottom in it, and he's staring through that to see if he could see where the location was. 
I agree with you that it was a neat shot, but it wasn't a neat idea. The idea no, no. was just bothersome to me. Mm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Uh, let's move on now to these alternate titles. This was almost called Blunderball or mm. Swimsuit Small. Ooh. <laughs> I just needed we something to We were getting into the mm, smaller bikini. Very yeah. small. All right, we got a couple of emails to read real quick here on the show. Filmsack at gmail.com is where you will send your emails. You can also text us at 801-471-0462. And we hear first from Brad, who says, I just finished listening to your episode on Brad. Guilty Pleasure Films. I have two that I've loved since their release, and I know they are bad movies. Masters of the Universe and the 1993 oh, yeah. Super Mario Brothers film. Uh, we've done both of these. I was going to say we've done both, yeah. right? I feel like it. I've definitely seen both a million times. Yeah, and I will agree. They're fun to see. I kind of enjoy it every time I do. They're both shit. And yeah. that is some guilty pleasure yep. right there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. that's a good. De- you fit good the call. definition, Brad. Nice job. Eric, I'm loving all the discussion around guilty pleasure movies. Yeah. I just think it's been such fun. No, that turned out to be a really great topic. People have been uh, going crazy on that. And now that we've got the forum structure in the uh, Discord thing, people should use that more. So join our Discord, discord.com, or sorry, frogpants.com slash Discord will get you in. And um, we have like lots of great conversations. I'm trying to uh, get everybody talking about the movie we're about to do every week. So I put the Thunderball thread up today or yesterday. We'll start doing oh, that cool. kind of stuff more. So uh, come join us over there. There's always great people in there chatting. And don't, don't forget, we're all looking at Patreon every day. You can uh, oh, yeah. comment there and have your exclusivity, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see it. Yeah, it is correct. Uh, Eric Baston wrote in. No one loves to do it like Baston. Anyway, he says, <laughs> Dear Film Sack, I have listened since Kroll. Well, that is a long time. Ooh, that's yeah. number one. That you was couldn't listen one. any longer than that, really. Nope, no. Uh, 2009, geez. That was before Frog Pants became a company. Can you believe that? Anyway, when I was five years old, my mom gave me a pair of my old shoelaces, and I went out uh, in our backyard in Jackson, Mississippi, and climbed up a tree and tied them to a branch about 10 feet up. I then proceeded to swing like Tarzan without, uh, sorry, and within about uh, 1.5 seconds, the old shoestrings broke, leaving gravity to take me to the ground where I landed on my left wrist breaking it when they took me to the hospital they realized i had a pool of blood in my stomach and my spleen had been ruptured from the accident oh my god they took me into surgery within an hour removed it we were talking about people without their spleen by the way right uh at five uh i had learned to swallow a pill of penicillin to take uh, or take shots at the time i learned to swallow a pill i had to take penicillin until i was 18 years old to stop infections i'm now 46 and have had no adverse effects from living without my spleen since uh, I do or I, I do have to be careful because if I ever got pneumonia, I would have to go to the hospital, and that has not happened yet. Uh, I absolutely love the show, and this uh, sorry, this is one of the things I look forward to every week. Please up, keep up the hilarious work. Thanks for all the years of laughs, Eric. So we asked the question: Can you, you know, there's a couple of episodes yeah. ago, yeah. we were like, can you live with your spleen? The movie were, uh, Patriot Games, I believe when, so. Uh, when the daughter uh, lost her spleen, that, there you go, exactly. That was right. Yeah. And he go, and and he wrote in and says, oh, "Look at me, I got the no spleen, yeah. no spleen uh, life." Yeah. yeah so I that was no that was it. Don't hold me down. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about the pneumonia thing. If you get pneumonia, that's a yeah. particular risk. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what uh, the spleen actually did until we watched that movie and started having the discussion. And uh, now I've been educated. Yeah. I'm better for it. Would you eat a spleen, like a pig spleen or anything? Would like I eat a probably. spleen? I probably. Why don't you eat a spleen? Why don't you eat a whole yeah, you have if you've uh, <laughs> ballpark hot dog. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a good point. Those Scottish weirdos eat spleens. 
probably. Uh, but I'll bet we've all had a spleen and no one told us. Accidentally. We just, yeah. Well, <laughs> depends on how much Oscar Meyer has to live by whatever rules I'll, they have. I'll uh, also bet. I'll also bet pig spleen's good eating. Mine I'm looking at Oscar Meyer right now. Me. Yeah. If you, less, you, than, you pre- less than 1% spleen. You prepare it well. <laughs> you know how to prepare a good pig spleen. You're probably good. I would mm-hmm. assume. Well, Eric, that's a, a fun thing to share with us. Your no spleen life. Thank you for that. Uh, real quick, I want to mention, speaking of Patreon, we mentioned them earlier. We got some new folks this week that I would like to call out. Uh, people that joined us this week, Grant C., Drew B., not Barrymore, Ooh. just a different Drew. <laughs> Michael B., uh, Byron oh. Sides. <laughs> uh, Lucas G., Corky P., and this, this is my favorite, Testicle Tickler McPoopy Poo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's all, all one right. word. All one word with oh, caps. It's good to see my mom is supporting the show. Yeah, finally. yeah, yeah. yeah after finally, after all her stories about prom, she's in what here. If, what if that's a person <laughs> placing an ad for a product that they're... For the testicle hmm, tickle McPoopy Poo? Oh, yeah. look at that. Wow. I don't watch enough infomercials, but I'm sure something out there exists. Uh, also, Brandon M., Jonathan G., and Steve N. These are all wonderful new human beings that have joined us over at patreon.com slash filmsack. If you would like a show with no commercials or ads, pre-show content every week, monthly host specials, and uh, movie-related art in the mail, uh, other benefits, too. I can't even list here because there's so many. You'll want to join us at patreon.com slash filmsack. Support your favorite show today in the only way we have, which is that. So go do it. Our next movie is Green Lantern, 2011's Green Lantern. It's a hot action movie summer we got going here. I didn't see it when it came out, so I am nervous about this one i have also never seen it oh really wow only mostly due to my uh, ignorance of dc in general so Hmm. very interesting so ibit you've seen it yeah i've seen it done away you've seen it or no 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 see oh my gosh no way i'm the only one who's seen this only one you're like the only thing i remember is uh is ryan reynolds going imagine this but all over (laughs) (laughs) no this is like you know this is it's just the exact reverse of your um uh, like Knight Rider. You've never yeah, seen yeah, that. Right, yeah, yeah. The rest of us have. We're going to know how Ibit feels. Yeah. Now yeah we- and, and I feel just as good about being like, I care just as little about being the only one who's seen Green Lantern as I do about not seeing Knight Rider A-Team or uh, whatever the other one, Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. Oh and my as gosh. a brief continuation of last week's episode, uh, 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, nice and low. Nice. That's where we We're like We're going to see if it's a guilty pleasure or not once we yes. report back. Yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens. I heard somebody recently, or uh, I guess, I can't remember who said it. Somebody said recently the Green Lantern might be back on the table. Maybe it's a TV show they're making. A Disney or a, oh, I think uh, I think Max. the the character itself is a is a great character. I don't think they should abandon it. I think it, it could do all kinds of something's stuff. coming up. I can't remember if it's another yeah. film attempt or if it's a show. Yes, uh, lanterns is the name that's of the show. it. Oh, See, and that's the cool. right way to go because you want to get yeah. into like the all these story. other lanterns. There's there's so yeah. f- much fun. It's a cool decor. The Green Lantern core is such a cool concept. Totally, yeah. and in Sinistro, is it Sinistro? Sinistro, Sinistro yeah, Sinistro. What? The guy with a stupid mustache. I love him. Yeah. Purple guy mustache. Ah, yellow is my... I'm yellow. Yeah, no. yeah. I'm the other color spectrum. Nah. Yeah. Oh, no. Green. No, no. Anyway, yeah. that's all coming up uh, next week. Green Lantern. Where is it on? Max or something? Netflix? Where are we, where are we seeing it's that? It's got to be on Max with all the Warner Brothers yeah. stuff, I'm guessing. Uh, HBO Max so. is what we've got. Okay. 
Uh, so watch that. That's Max. What's formerly the, what, HBO? What, Max. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What is this HBO yes. thing you refer to, Randy? What yeah. is that? I from my cold dead hands. <laughs> right. It'll always be HBO Max. To There's me. like a little place on your monitor where if you hold the browser just right, you've taken a sharpie and put an HBO above the logo yeah. where it says Max. I like that. Right. I You're know dedicated. I only have to type Max.com, but I still type HBO Max and let it forward me. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's still where it's bookmarked for me. It's going to take time. Uh, anyway, that'll be next week. So please join us then for that. In the meantime, filmsack.com is our website. And uh, you should go there. Once again, patreon.com slash filmsack. Leave us reviews wherever you get your shows because it helps the show out even all these years later. We really appreciate those who do. That will do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. See you later, irrigator. We'll see you next. Oh, me. bye. Get more at frogpants.com. Shamu! Shamu! <laughs> <laughs>